This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. This past weekend was TwitchCon. We went and had a wonderful time. We're going to be talking about all of that, as well as the news from EA and Visceral. A whole lot of Star Wars this week, so don't you go anywhere. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movie. Because we only like... Because we only like the dirtiest of beats. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Inventory Full right here. Thanks to Popcorn Talk. We are live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash inventoryfullpt. We are live on YouTube at the Popcorn Talk, and we are on iTunes. If you're watching us or listening to us on any of those networks, go to the other ones. Follow them. Comment, like, subscribe, all of that good stuff, because we enjoy doing it. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm one of your hosts, the internet's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. Joined, as always, by Stacey Shuttleworth. Hey, guys. I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Stacey Shuttles. And we are down one Nate Miller, and we are down one Patrick Tees. Uh Nate is feeling a little bit under the weather, uh, and, and we, we hope that he gets better soon. Uh, the Destiny 2 is coming out on PC tomorrow. Those of you waiting for that to drop, thank you for joining us. We know you. We love you. Uh, and hopefully gets an opportunity to, to play. Uh, with, uh, with that, uh, we're going to talk about... like Most of the stuff that I played was stuff that we played at TwitchCon. Uh, I played a little bit of Destiny 2. I didn't have a, a group to really play with this past week. So I just did one of the weeklies and was... Eh. I just take care of Mark. Oh, oh, I know Steve. Uh, uh, shout out to Engineer Steve in the booth. He's he's going to be helping us out a little bit today too. He had a piece that he wanted to share with us and share with all of you. So so uh, welcome again to the show, Steve. Uh, but I also had to take care of my sick wife, and and so I decided not to play video games because that's the type of person I am. But did you what did did you play anything other than the stuff that we played at TwitchCon? Someone left me alone for too long, and I downloaded my Sims 4 code. Why did you do that? I know. I you know, so good. What's wrong with you? I know. I have had this code, and I kept it hidden since we got it at EA Play at E3. And mm-hmm. I we were cleaning the other day, and I found it, and then I was left alone for too long, and I just... just it happened, and Sims 4 is back on my computer, and my life is forfeit. Uh, you it's... poor dear. I thought you were trying to beat Wolfenstein before mm. 2 came out yeah, yeah. this I'm, week. I'm trying to do that. Of course! Thank you. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still planning on doing that, just, you know, there's always Sims. God damn it. They're, they're, it's so bad. There's always Sims. It's it's been yeah it's uh I mean and you know this happened two nights ago and uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay immediate um, regret I've been also I've been trying to play Overwatch on PC but the download the update hasn't been working for me and I've been I reinstalled the Blizzard app and still no. nothing I really want to play more Junkenstein and get more stuff and give you my money. I ended up spending 20 bucks on Junkenstein. I will. I am trying to... I have gotten one skin so far uh, from this event. I've gotten pretty much all the voice lines, Mm -hmm. all the player icons. uh, I haven't gotten any of the skins, so I'm going to be putting out some money. Well, I forgot that... uh, 
I don't have nearly as many skins that I have on Xbox because Xbox is where I was collecting everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I put the 20 in and I would see a legendary pop and it was like uh, Stuntman uh, 76 or something. I was like, no, Mm -hmm. that's not. Come on. (laughs) Halloween. There's got to be a metric. Like, give me more. So I got I got Cold Heart. And I was okay. excited about that. I got Undead 76. Nice. Uh, I haven't gotten anything from this year yet. And hopefully, I even just, I'm so close to 3,000. And I just want to get Zenyatta, the Cultist that's, Zenyatta. Yeah, that's the one must have this <gasps> year. Yeah, like, it's so flipping ooh. cool. Uh, yeah, so I, I hope to play it before it runs out in a couple weeks. Blizzard, I swear to goodness. If, if you're focusing all of your tech biz on Destiny 2, I understand. But hey, some of us want to play Overwatch. God damn it. Uh, anything else that you're playing? Uh, that's more or less it. Um, I, my group has gotten into a game called Golf It. I'm familiar and, with Golf It. Yeah, so uh, they keep trying to get me to play it, and it's a terrible idea. I know myself well enough to know that that is not a friendly competition game for me. Ah, come on. <laughs> no. It's, but it's one of those games where it's great as, uh, as a group. Yes, I have no doubt of that, but... Uh, <laughs> it's a bad idea. Fine, I guess so. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the news that happened over this past week so that we can talk all about our TwitchCon experiences. Uh, there was <clears throat> somebody asked the fine folks at Guerrilla Games, hey, so uh, is this, is her, is uh, Frozen Wilds, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Frozen Wilds, is that going to be the first, uh, the first bit of DLC that you're going to be doing? Apparently it's going to be the only piece of DLC, story, uh, or no, expansion at all, for Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn, and it's, I mean, I don't know how much it's going to add to the game in terms of playtime, they'll probably up the level cap, and some new items, and, and things of that nature, but what, I, I'm still working through the game, but for somebody who's beaten it, is it sort of like anything will do at this point? I or mean, I feel like Horizon Zero Dawn is such a complete story. That, you know, the DLC really is just extra icing on the cake. Yeah. Or not even icing. It's it's a couple extra sprinkles on top of a fully made and decorated cake. Uh, <laughs> which is great because I will play more in that world whenever I can and however I can. And I do think they have more stories to tell. But more larger story, you know, kind of off on a tangent stories that could make a whole other game. So So that's your thought is the reason why... We're not going to be returning to this iteratively under the same software. Is that they're working on the next little bit? I can dream, the right? Next... <laughs> of course you can. Of course uh, you can. I mean, and you know, it wouldn't. I'm not necessarily counting on their second being a second game coming out with more. But uh, I feel like if they were going to go deep into some of some of the lore that they've hinted at through the game, mm-hmm. it could easily fill an entire game and not just a DLC. So this will be a fun little. Revisit into Aloy's world. Yeah, and I wonder what side of the story it's going to tell. It's going to tell more of, but we won't know until November. Though I did see a story that the patent is up for argument. Like there's a dispute about the patent because there was a uh, a gambling uh, app called Frozen Wild. Frozen Wild. Wild. Yeah, no, no, Frozen Wilds. Not, right. not Frozen Wilds, but Frozen Wild, and it's mm-hmm. just one of the slot machines that they have on the app. And I don't think that's gonna matter much. I yeah, I think in the in the long run they'll end up getting it and it'll be fine. And and I don't know what I don't think they're gonna add. It's there's not gonna be anything on devices or or anything like that. So I don't I don't think that it 
it matters. I don't think that it means anything. Uh, oh, that's a nice Twitch cup you got there. Uh, a G Fuel Energy Formula Twitch cup, which is currently being blocked by lower thirds. Excuse me. Oh, look at that. Look at that. So pretty. Yeah, those came in the flipping... Yeah, anyway. Uh, shout out to our audio listeners. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, more of this game it seems inevitable because it's one of the ones that people are talking about and cannot stop talking about. I mean, uh, for good reason. For very good reason. <laughs> Uh, now, speaking of things that weren't done for a very good reason, let's talk about EA shutting down Visceral. This happened last Tuesday, uh, and this is what EA's Patrick Soderlund said in a blog post. Our Visceral studio has been developing an action-adventure title set in the Star Wars universe. In its current form, and I think we even have like the mini trailer that, that they played at E3 this past year. In its current form, it was shaping up to be a story-based linear adventure game. Throughout the development process, we have been testing the game's concept with players, listening to the feedback about what and how they want to play, and closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace. It has become clear that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back to and enjoy for a long time to come, we need to pivot the design. Uh, so, uh, it... Yeah. You know what I don't like? What don't you like, Mark? That. Any of that. <laughs> I think it, it's a cop-out. To add to to talk about players, and we're talking about players, and we were play testing it, and this, and we were talking to people, and how what they wanted to play, and then adding at the end, and then closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace. Bullshit. That I think tipped their hand yep. way too much to just be like we we don't want it. Yeah, no. Ask ask someone if they want a single linear story, mm -hmm. like Star Wars story. They've been wanting it since yeah. Star Wars thirteen thirteen, and yeah. then this was like cool. We're finally gonna get. A single-player story with supposedly new characters in a different place in a different time. And Amy Hennig, who I think is one of the linchpins of the Uncharted series and modern mm -hmm. action-adventure storytelling, once she got attached to it... Super exciting. Close the book. I'm buying it. Yeah, pre-order. You put it up for pre-order? There. That's me. Like, I, don't, I don't even care if there's a beta. How would there be a beta on a single-player game? But either. Regardless... <laughs> Single player games are fine. Guys, They're great. Guys, did you see what was on just the screen right there? Yeah, let's take oh, a, let's take another oh look at that. Oh man, I'm gonna play it again. I'm gonna play it. It's 14 seconds long. Check this out. So yeah, it's the concept art uh, that they showed, and then the little. It looks beautiful. Oh, so oh man, just an imperial occupied did guys, city. Did you guys see that? Yeah, that's that's that. all. Uh, that, the only that, little that bit. That looked like a single player game, didn't it? Yeah, yeah you know. and it looked goddamn good. And I mean, I'll go back for a second. No, no one wants single-player games anymore. They want things they can keep coming back to. No. Hori I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn did just fine. Yeah, just We're ask Sony if anybody cares about single-player games anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'd say or Nintendo. Or Nintendo. Bre Horizon, uh, uh, Breath of the Wild, Odyssey coming out, and, and more. I mean, any of the Kingdom Hearts series, people mm -hmm. are clamoring for that. Those are all single-player. It, it's still a very viable platform, like, game play strategy yeah I, think. I, I don't i don't understand the need for uh I, d I don't understand the need for like loot boxes and and of course it's it's continuous trickling uh, uh profit so that's understood mm -hmm. and when it comes to single player you know what can you do to get players to buy the game again and over and over again but i think that Man, especially with a game, with a company as big as EA and with a studio as I'd say heralded as visceral, like completely mm -hmm. responsible 
Dead Space is is one of. Uh, I mean, I don't like spooky games, but I played Dead Space One in the dark, and it was fun. I was terrified, but I was in a room of friends when while we were playing it, and so we were all terrified together, and it was a lot of fun. And ha, damn! But yeah, th- buddy, man. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, a little bit more. Uh, Sutherland added that Visceral will be ramping down and closing, and that we're in the midst of shifting as many of the team as possible to other projects and teams at EA. Lastly, while we had originally expected this game to launch late in our fiscal year 2019, we're now looking at a new time frame that we will announce in the future. And uh, a development team from Worldwide Studios will take over the de- development of Ragtag, which was the the like the, the the production name for it, led by the EA Vancouver team that has already begun wor- working on the project. Steve Anthony will lead this team, and we will use much of the work that has been done to date by Visceral. The assets of Ragtag that have already been built will be the foundation of this new game. Uh, and Todd Stashwick, who is the co-writer with Emmy Hennig, said this in a tweet. For the record, it was beautiful, amazing, fun, and funny. The ride for me was singular. Talented, passionate folks making something great. And now, as a game fan, as an Amy Hennig fan, as an action-adventure fan, and as a Star Wars fan, I, it's, we're sad all over again. Yeah, we're going to mourn this one. And as a Dead Space fan, I just wanted to mention... Bring it up. ...that uh, with anything else that could be going on for Dead Space for the foreseeable future, um, might not expect this, but uh, former members of the Dead Space team that have been part of Sledgehammer Games now for a good while have been implementing their character designs into the next Call of Duty World War II zombies. And and so so what I've heard from the zombies, and you can go ahead and we got a, a picture up on oh, the screen, yeah. and it's just gross. <laughs> uh, Believe it. But thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, th- it, it seems like we're going back to OG zombies and not like the necessarily as campy or arcadey. Does this one have any like actors attached to it like the other ones have? Not that I know of, but... Cool, good. Let's just be soldiers in World War II and not try to make it a big thing. And mm-hmm. zombies, I mean, ultimately the concept of zombies has been up and down and regurgitated and all sorts of things. But when it came to Dead Space and the various necromorphs that were... That those uh, those designs were just creepy, and anything that gets showed off in uh, in World War II, I'm I'm looking forward to. Even though that's not necessarily my game of choice, but if they if they implement zombies as a side side hustle, yeah, I'm into it. Very much into it, man. So let's talk about some Star Wars stuff that we are going to be seeing. Uh, they released a new trailer for the single player, uh, featuring our our good friend. Iden Versio. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, take a little look at that and definitely talk over it. But the the single player I've been I've been waiting for. We uh, we read the book on the now defunct Jedi Alliance and learning everything about this team and what it took to uh, to build them into the elite fighting machines that they are is very enticing. Mm-hmm. And and what it means for the Star Wars universe is very enticing. And this is all a canon storyline of what takes place, or until they say it's not, because uh, Force Unleashed was a canon storyline too. Mm-hmm. But oh wow! And and now, but now seeing like seeing that scene now after reading that book and realizing, oh, I know who that I know that character. I know that character now. You're familiar with everybody. Yeah, familiar with everybody, and and 
her dad being stationed on a star destroyer is interesting, but uh, yeah, all of all of this and getting the chance to uh, oh, deplo- oh god, it's just I want all of it, Stacy. What what <gasps> what stood out about this trailer to you? I mean, aside from it looking absolutely beautiful, uh, kind of the shifting. <laughs> well, this is something I know I'm going to have a problem with yeah. while playing is the shifting between being on the ground and then being up in the air. Yeah, I'm not good at air combat. Okay. <laughs> that's that's going to be a challenge. Moss! I know. <laughs> uh, and Takodana looks beautiful. We saw that in the uh, in the beta recently. Yes. But uh, flip a dip, dude. Hey, real quick, guys. Yeah. Anyone to bet uh, an hour uh, range of how long the campaign's going to be? No, the campaign's not going to be an hour. The no, campaign's no, 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 no. I mean, in terms of like how many hours do you How think many hours? Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll say six. Six to eight, maybe. Yeah. Would you settle for six? Uh, me personally, as a Star Wars fan and being already invested in these characters beforehand, yeah, I would settle for six. Especially knowing it's a Battlefield game. Yeah, Battlefield, mm-hmm. Battlefront. I mean, Battle. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, well, that's the thing is is it that and and this going game. <laughs> speaking of EA like this uh, this system having the single player story, but it's not entirely about. They say that they're making it about a single player story. But it's going to be about the multiplayer and how that's sustainable. So as a Star Wars fan, this storyline is something that interests me a lot. And it it will... And even, even from a personal level, there are a lot of Star Wars fans that aren't going to play this game. Because they're older and don't, ha- don't have the... They didn't, they, were, they didn't grow up with the complexity of a multi-input... Uh, like such a multi-input controller with the with the uh, the analog sticks and and all of the various buttons and things of that nature, so I it's going to be a story that they're either going to watch through YouTube. They're not going to be able to become Iden. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's another thing where it's like, well, I played the game and I know Iden. I know him better than you, sort of a thing. But, yeah. But I mean, I don't think you'd have to worry too much about the air to ground to air. No, no. Thinking it'll be fine, but <laughs> yeah, it should be fine. I don't, I don't think there's anything really it's to. Like, I did quote, see some gameplay about. that yeah. actually had some significant stealth elements with the drone. Yeah, uh, yes. the little droid, and you actually like mark targets, kind of like in uh, various other stealth related. Like Sam games Fisher games. Days. Yeah, mm-hmm. to some degree. And hey, why not? I mean, why <laughs> like, not? Let's get a little yeah. Sam Fishery in here. I don't mind it. No, me either. Uh, now staying in the realm of Battlefront Two. There and and I, I talked about it after playing the demo. Uh, there there was some some microtransaction concerns that people were were wondering whether you could actually pay to win because you would get certain high powered items in these random loot boxes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got an email from EA saying, hope, "Hope did you enjoy the beta?" And I was like, "Oh, will I be able to write in about this?" And it was like, "No, but here's a complimentary loot box that you'll be able to unlock in the game, like once it launches. So just put in this code. Fantastic, great." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, they did. Dice published a blog addressing some of the major issues, and they talked about how similarly recently with the Destiny beta that some of the stuff that was implemented in it wasn't what's going to be out in the final game. So uh, as a balancing goal, they're working towards having the most powerful items in the game only earnable via in-game achievements. Crates are often or crates are obtained by completing challenges and other gameplay milestones, milestones or by purchasing them, either with credits earned in-game or real-world money. Inside crates, you'll find star cards, emotes, victory poses, and outfits. Any duplicate star cards you receive are turned into crafting parts that can be put toward other star cards of your, of your choosing. 
excuse me, star cards impact gameplay and, because of this, have become a major concern for players. But DICE claims there's more to becoming powerful than simply buying a crate and getting a good star card. You have to earn the right to be able to upgrade star cards and unlock most weapons. You can only upgrade or unlock them if you have reached a high enough rank, which is determined by playing the game. So it's seems to be incentivizing playing the game a little more than just saying, all right, now you get plus two levels. What, what's been... So you have some experience with just the loot crate system of the general loot crate system. What is what is your reaction? What do you consider by uh, pay to win? I mean, yeah, I think anything that gives you an extra edge is is a pay to win model and that is slightly problematic. I mean, for example, the loot boxes I'm most familiar with are the Overwatch ones and they are all purely cosmetic. Yeah. You know, they really do not impact gameplay in any way shape or form. So all right, you want to buy a cute skin? You buy a cute skin. Yeah, right, you can. <laughs> you know, and that's that's fine. Yeah, they can make me pay for that. I'm willing enough to do that. Well, yeah, for for these the the stuff that that I was getting were like voice lines, and uh, mm-hmm. I I can't imagine that they would have too many skins available for Han Solo or Rey or whatever because like for pre ordering you get the Last Jedi skins for Rey and Kylo Ren, but I don't know of any other way to unlock them. Yeah, and because like, especially with the character, these characters that we know so well, there's only so many modifications you can make skin wise mm-hmm. before they start becoming unrecognizable, or it starts just getting campy. Han you know? Solo with a jacket, without a jacket, vest, no vest, just a vest. Who knows? Just her suit. Like All you about, know, oh. you start getting ridiculous, which could be really fun. <sighs> Don't get me wrong. So like. Um... Make make Han Solo look like Salacious B. Crumb. Can, Why can, not? Can we get uh, Han Solo and <laughs> an Ewok costume? Sh- sure. I, you know, now I'm kind of getting on board with this cosmetic aspect. Loot boxes! <laughs> so, I mean, so with those limited options, I kind of get why they would go, like, star card upgrade kind of stuff. And knowing, you know, the leveling thing does help keep it balanced, but as soon as you hit that level, you have a super powerful, powerful weapon, mm-hmm. um, you know, or ability, still, or ability. Because there was some, there was some stuff that I got like a two gold star thing for uh, officers or something. Which, which another thing about the the loot boxes uh, being added to, uh, like if I don't use a class, the idea is to get you. Oh, hey, you have this powerful thing. Why don't you use this class? But for me personally, that doesn't work. No, it's not going to convince me to play. No, if I don't like playing as an officer, I'm not going to play as an officer. Mm. I mean, they've got a turret, I guess. But, I mean, either either way, it's not super uh, Jar Jar themed skin pack from Zvader in chat. You know what? If if you go back and you watch Jedi Alliance, I have been uh, pro Jar Jar Redemption for quite some time. Just because, like, I would say... Even Gungan Redemption. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and while Jar Jar is definitely not the character that he was supposed to be and was implemented poorly and, and all and a lot of other things that I have that I have learned and never understood from uh, my various black friends uh, about what Jar Jar is and what he represents, uh, I still think that at least for Gungans there is a way to present them in the modern area era and not have them just be terrible because they're terrible uh i i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be 
Mark White. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like stuff like that would be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And well, especially know. because this is taking place in all eras, and the we haven't the only prequel hero that we know of is Darth Maul. And uh, they've teased Yoda, but I, I think there's there's so much more opportunity. They presented so many, uh, t- uh, and we're, and we're, now we're going into into Battlefront stuff, which is fine because we don't have too much. Like we've just got one other thing in TwitchCon to talk about, but mm-hmm. uh, and more Star Wars. But uh, <laughs> Wars. that that's one of the things as a Star Wars fan is if you say you're going to give us all of this stuff, give us all of this stuff, and right. and don't. Like sure, you. Oh, and and something that we talked about on a previous show is you can't just give all of the most popular stuff first. You got to sandwich that. You got to give something to the diehard fans to get the Star Wars fans in, and then maybe as your last couple is like that's when, you know, you you do some of the more badass characters because for the first Battlefront game, it was all top loaded, and then three packs in was when you could finally play as like Lando. I was like, but I wanted to play Lando right away, and mm-hmm. and I, I'm hoping, though it doesn't seem like it, that this game would have launched with all of the all of the hero characters from <clears> Battlefront <throat> season pass. <laughs> well, no. Well, here's the thing: is they they're not implementing a season pass for Battlefront. Right. Uh, all content, Ew. and that's that's partially why this uh, I I feel, and I think most people feel that this loot box uh, system was implemented to give them post launch uh, cash essentially mm-hmm. po- post launch earnings because character updates uh maps uh gameplay modes all of that stuff is going to be free because of how strong the player base reacted to it with the last game right so shut up steve hey okay. no i mean <laughs> okay in, in all honesty in all honesty everything else considered right you mm-hmm. look at the quality of the game and the depth of what they're bringing into this sequel it yeah. is everything that i wanted the first one to be Oh, agreed. And I am damn proud of that. And I think the developers did an amazing job on it. I, yeah, agreed. And it, it looks great. Uh, I, I, it's one of those things where now I don't know if I can play a multiplayer game without a team and have a good time because I'm Destiny is, has worn on me. And and Steve, you can even speak to it because we've we've played Crucible, we've played PVE together. It's different when you have a group, a dedicated group of people, as opposed to just uh, lone wolf in it. Yep. Uh, again, comparing uh, Destiny 2 to Destiny 1, just for a second. Go ahead. Everything we that have I wanted mm-hmm. Destiny to be is Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and Go I think, figure. But that's the thing is EA l- seemed to listen. Mm-hmm. But that's another game where, or at least, again, from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2, uh, I would get stuff for classes that I, wouldn't, that I didn't play. And and the the Destiny meta became well you should have all three character all three uh, classes so that you can run all of the stuff three times so that you can share all of the all of the loot so that you can collect all of the loot but that's BS I don't like that, that. sounds exhausting it's very exhausting so that's why I'm doing it across three platforms instead of all on one game that's that's smart yeah uh, I yeah. mean is it I'm gonna buy Destiny three times over the course of its lifetime yes I do not change my answer all right, fair. that's good. Uh, man, I, I'm still excited for Battlefront, but I'm definitely more excited for the story stuff and, and being able to see the, uh, the prequel era stuff in stunning 4K 60 FPS, even though I can't run that. Um, and something fun that, that happened today, Stacy, 
in the world of Overwatch. Yes, so we are slowly, we're coming up on the deadline to announce all of the new teams that mm. they are forming, and Los Angeles' team got announced today. We don't know the players yet, we're going to find out tomorrow, mm. but uh, we do know that we are the Los Angeles Valiant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and we've got Mercy as our mascot? Or is our, or is our Mercy, representative? Yeah, Mercy. So that skin is going to be their skin so, for so, the Valiant. Okay, so it's going to be that green and yellow. And, yes. Oh, that. so it's that's how it's, it's going to be like uniforms, where yes. it's everything. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> now what, how can, how can they implement that to users? We're that so sure that will that. be interesting. Yes. So yeah, how how that's going to trickle down? It can be like old school Halo, where and and Destiny is going to start to do it too. Where uh, if you play with the team or against the team, because you won't be able to beat them. If you play with them, then you'll then the, you'll get like a code uh, bunched into your into your uh, profile or something, or a special loot box or whatever. Or if Mm-hmm. If I think also maybe uh, season ticket holders or that's, anybody who goes to a game. That's kind of what I'm thinking is the more like just like they have special BlizzCon skins. Mm-hmm. When you go to BlizzCon, it'll be something like in stadiums when you actually go watch matches. Did you get the BlizzCon virtual ticket? I haven't yet, but I am planning on planning it. Planning on it? Okay. Yes, I, I want that Winston skin. Is Robbie doing it? Probably not. Damn he just. <laughs> Trying to get that Winston skin. I want that Winston skin. Because <laughs> I wanted the, the um, who was it last year? Oh, uh, it was Bastion. Yes. It was Bastion last that year, and nice. it just had a BlizzCon logo right on top of it, but this Winston mm-hmm. one looks pretty dang the good. Winston one is so nice. And I actually play Winston, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to get that. I, and, and I think we even, we even talked about it, where it, I think you need to have some sort of experience in every character when it comes to Overwatch, just so in clutch. It's like, we need a Zarya, okay, <laughs> or whatever. Crap, now I don't know if I want that Zarya skin or the Zenyatta skin. Okay, that Zarya skin is so bomb. It's totally <laughs> rad. It's totally rad. Dude, all the Halloween skins this year are on point. They're mm-hmm. so good. Um, the, the McCree one, I think, is one that I have to buy. I just really like it. It's so it's clean. Whatever. I don't know. It's super clean. I like it. But the Zenyatta skin, the the, the, the cultist. Yeah, quote cultist. Because, I mean, I missed, I missed the... Uh, uh, the Nutcracker last year. And oh. so I'm looking forward to getting that this year. Yes. But I got Handsome Zenyatta from New Year's last year. And I mm-hmm. hope that that'll carry. I I want all of my all of my stuff to connect so that I can have everything. That would be really nice. Because you've got quite the collection over on Xbox, huh? I can't tell you how much money yeah. I've spent on uh, loot boxes. And here we are back at loot boxes again. But uh, yeah, I'm... I can't wait for them to announce ticketing and season ticketing because yes. I would I want to go see that stuff live. So so far yeah, and so far we've got four teams announced. Mm-hmm. There are I mean there are a whole bunch more that we haven't heard from yet. There's another LA team that okay. we don't know yet. There is a rumor that we know what the name is. Uh, we the people who have dug around have found I guess um, domains set aside for the Los Angeles Gladiators. Which, which uh, you know, may or may not be where we're headed. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, lots of rumors as to who's going to be on the teams, but nothing confirmed yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we've that's four. We've got to have more to compete. So. Like, how, ma- like do you, how many were in the World Cup? Was that eight or ten? Or was it more? I think it was more because we had... Sixteen? Did we start mm. with sixteen or did we start with more than that? Mm-hmm. 
Um, here, uh, nerds doing stuff. Hi, Robbie. Uh, in chat, uh, yes. Overwatch players will be able to support collective teams via special in-game items, as fifty percent of the revenues from these items will flow into the shared revenue pool. Ooh. Yeah, so they're gonna be able to profit off of it. Merchandising. Hey. Bring I mean, it. Can't deny, my, my Los Angeles Valiant. Yeah, can't deny that hustle. The fact, like, it's green, and I like green, and it's Mercy, and it's Vi- Vikings and crap. It's, huh. it's a completely different thing watching that type of gameplay live. Which brings us to us talking about TwitchCon. But before uh, we do, I want to let you all know, uh, we have our first sponsor. Uh, we, we became affiliates over the weekend to a wonderful store called Into the AM it's a it's a shop where you can go. They have like really cool star like there's they've got a lot of really cool products. And and so all you got to do is you go there and when you check out you use the code inventory10 and that gets you 10% off of your order and it helps support the show here. So yep. So head over to into the AM, grab any sort of merchandise that you would like and then use the code inventory10 as you check out to get 10% off. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh so now let's talk about our TwitchCon experience. Stacey and I went on Saturday, and it was our first. I mean, it's on, there have only been three, but it was our first TwitchCon. What were some of your some of your reactions? I was kind of blown away with. Um, so I I love just the convention community as a whole. Mm-hmm. I think the people who go to conventions are really great, and being able to spend time with them is really great. TwitchCon struck me as super unique because not only was you know the con community there, but the exhibit like the exhibitor atmosphere too. It, Everyone was there to support, you know, Twitch users. Yeah, each other it, and the it, community. Yeah, it was a. Ve- it seemed like a very community-driven event, mm-hmm. and everyone was really there to help each other out and to further each other. Yeah, I, the- I I agree with you. Uh, what were some of the favorite things that that uh, that we got to see? <sighs> Honestly, I really enjoyed seeing all the different streaming sort like streaming uh, services that we could be using. Like the I'm applications, still, yeah, still working on. Yeah, so uh, we saw OBS, we saw uh, Streamlabs was there, Xplit was there, Xplit was there, uh, Bebo was there. Uh, that's in alpha. I started playing around with it, and I and I'm and I'm still setting some stuff up. There are some features that they are lacking. It is an alpha, mm-hmm. but um, like even if, if any of if any of you have watched our our streams. Uh, then you know we we've got the border and all of the stuff and all of the like uh, graphical stuff is on one layer and then the the video is on another layer and you can't like mix the video in with the effects so I have to make like an actual hole in a border so that it looks somewhat similar to what to what we do at least for now mm-hmm. um, but it combines the best of OBS and the best of Streamlabs and we were super into it. And and we're and I'm, I want to try to implement it because I like what Streamlabs does, and I really like OBS. So uh, I'm I'm gonna try it out with Minecraft first and do like a test stream to see if everything works out. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, we were also surprised to find these like energy formula companies. Yeah. Uh, they they did uh, energy supplements where, that were like sugar free, taurine and guarine free. And uh, if you all have seen on the show before, I've been on a rockstar kick just to get all of that just 
garbage blue Engram stuff from. Uh, I'm almost get it, done. Gotta get it. I'm almost done. I only need to get two more rock stars, and then I'll be then I'll be done, yeah. and then I'm not gonna be on that rock star garbage anymore. <laughs> no and then you're gonna go into rehab. Then I'm gonna go into rehab, and then I'm gonna come back. <laughs> we'll and uh, there were there were a couple of brands. G Fuel, uh, they were they were the official sponsor, and mm-hmm. and uh, their their stuff was okay. Yeah. But then there was the other one that you actually purchased from. Yeah, Gamer Sups. Yeah, Gamer Sups, that's called. right. And those were so good. I just, they were delicious. They were, they were really good. We uh, we made sure to just kind of hang around and talk, talk to them as we kept refilling our cups. And yeah, uh, it, they, they were, it, like you mentioned, all of these companies are here, yes, of course, to better themselves and get their their product out there to some of the biggest streaming people in the world but mm-hmm. ultimately like they also weren't saying no to smaller channels like we're right. we're we're just starting out we're only a couple months old and and we're we're working hard on that grind but it it we that didn't stop them from like yeah sign up with us like what what's the worst thing they're gonna say no then we'll cry but just uh, sob for a few weeks it'll be fine yeah i'll be fine with it at least i have my twitch shaker cup mm. <laughs> that's so good <laughs> uh there was uh as evader says in chat there was also a really good cold brew booth yes but i can't for the life of me remember my uh the name of it oh, i forgot what it was called too I, but uh i do good. actually wait no i have i have a picture because i took a picture of the the affiliation <laughs> link that they did Beautiful. uh madrina's Yes. Madrina's Coffee. Uh, we stopped by there because um, uh, one of my friends, Ify, who who works with uh, uh, Hyper RPG, was doing a stream over there, and I just wanted to wait and talk to him for a little bit. But we had some coffee, and it was good. It was good. I'm not, I'm not a coffee guy, but it was good. Oh, it was really good. Um, there. Uh, so I, I usually drink my coffee black, mm-hmm. and they had a cold blue bra, uh, cold blue black. I can say words. <laughs> Try again. Take three. <laughs> A cold brew black coffee. <laughs> there it is. Uh, that was absolutely delicious, and um, you know they let us try a couple of samples, and then sent us home with a whole a full can. Which well, that was, was the thing. Really was cool. hey, do you like this one? Then here, take a full. Yeah, but that, was, I, that was nice. Try them all, and and mm-hmm. if you like one, we'll get you one. And that that's what I mean. We we go to a lot of conventions, or we have been to a lot of conventions, and sometimes you want to go and you don't want to spend any money to get free stuff. <laughs> And we, man, we got a bunch of free T-shirts. We bought stuff like we like we bought TwitchCon gear, and I've also got the, the I've I've got the beanie, but it's it was a hundred and ten degrees in Los Angeles today, so it's not beanie weather. Uh, shout out to Voltron later, where we'll all be wearing our beanies, but uh, we'll be in studio, so that's that's completely different. But uh, yeah, the people just like yeah, we just want our product to be seen, whether you have five thousand subscribers or five hundred or five subscribers. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, the, a lot of the brand representation there was really cool, no matter how big, no matter how small, and. Um, I was really surprised. We'd walked by it a couple of times. One, uh, uh, one of our friends who was working as a as a booth dude uh, with this huge setup with like 50, 60 chairs, whatever. Conan O'Brien did like a talk about the game. Yeah. It was a mobile game, it which was, was nuts to me. Huge, I mean, huge centralized setup mm-hmm. for, yeah, for a mobile game. And, you know, looked great yeah. <laughs> right in the center there. The amount of arenas that they fit into 
uh, I say quote one space because mm. there was a there was a big theater in the round area that H1Z1 used for their competitive stuff all weekend. I anytime we were in there, it was full. People were milling about, doing all of the various activities that they had in there. Aside from just watching gameplay, uh, that was crazy to see firsthand. Then their big PUBG arena that uh, HP, I think, or Intel had, where it was just they just stacked a hundred players, sort of like in a in a semicircle, and they were playing duos all weekend. Mm -hmm. That was a very cool setup. That was was a good way. Yeah, you you were talking about watching that watching PUBG live right watching PUBG live was really interesting uh just because there's so much going on especially when you start with a big player pool I think they had at least Mm -hmm. 40 people going at any one given time and switching back and forth I guess if you weren't sitting there from the beginning and if you were completely unfamiliar with any of the players it's still at that point where it can get confusing very quickly yeah so there were a couple of times like, oh, we're jumping around. Where are we? And, you know, if you're not familiar with the map, especially, I guess most people who would be watching a PUBG tournament would be a player who yeah. would know, you know, know what's what on the map. But uh, even even as someone who's played PUBG, like sometimes they jump to a new area. And if you didn't get to see the map, you're like, hold on, wait, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? And by the time you figured it out, they'd be moving on to the next player. Yeah. Uh, and and seeing the the broadcast style that they used of cutting from person to person and even even sitting there in front of a giant screen and seeing uh like we we wouldn't be able to see what the the names on top of the floating heads were so Mm -hmm. it it was still hard to follow but then you would see the the well, if you were trying to see where other people were, yeah, it was it was a little confusing. I, I'm, I'm think, but that's again for live, right? But if or, or in the arena, but I, th- you know, if we were there watching on our phone or watching on our computer screen, then we can, you know, get right mm-hmm. all up on it uh, and and see what's going on. But just the the energy for any of the competitive stuff, people were so into all of it. Yeah. It was so exciting to be in that atmosphere, and you know, the, it was the same when we were at the Overwatch uh, contenders and just. Esports is really exciting to e-sports watch is live. Really exciting, especially when you've got good casters. You know that, and yeah, I don't know. The audience is great. The audience is a lot of fun. Yeah, that's. I would love to do that play by play. That that's one of the things that I would like to do. Is, is there's so many opportunities, so many different type of games, so many different broadcasts that that's it. Seeing seeing people succeed at it, it makes me want to go for that more. That, that that's something that I think a good convention. Uh, should do is inspire you to be better inspire you to mm-hmm. be on a, on a on a better on a bigger level and and just do stuff that makes you feel good that you enjoy and whether or not other people enjoy it that's completely different like uh we were in artist alley and got stopped by uh, a, a longtime viewer of just a lot of the stuff that it, like the wrestling stuff uh with style petite i forget what his name on uh twitch is but it's like stannis stannis baratheon something uh, but either way matt it's just we shared this really awkward moment of are you are you are you and and we got to say hi with just no i had no idea that he was in the country because he's an australian uh i don't even know if he's, if he's flown back yet either way regardless um and and being able to 
see people from all around the country, uh, like Zavader, who is a wonderful person that I have known for quite so many years that at, at this point, going all the way back to Hot Pepper Gaming and Brewtester, which was, uh, the, it was it's been a minute, uh, and uh, Matt Eats Mochi, who, who, uh, who I, I feel bad, I don't remember the streamer you work for, but either way, uh, I, I haven't seen him in years, and Allie, who's on uh, Twitch at Feral Wife, uh, I haven't seen her in... Fuck, I don't know. Either way, I hadn't seen people in years. Uh, the only person that I had seen recently was Meg, but that's just because we were at RTX this past year, and it was <laughs> right as the convention was closing. But that, and that was fun. But But being able to see everybody and talk to people was just... <sighs> it it's good. It feels good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Hey, man, no screens in between us. It's great. It's lovely. It's a wonderful time. And and it was a wonderful opportunity to play some stuff too. Yes, we did get to play a couple of cool things. And not all stuff that was entirely new and not all no. stuff that was entirely uh uh independent or pro or whatever. Uh the Twitch Prime had a a large area just set aside for people to hang out and play games. So we did. Mm -hmm. It was nice. It was. They had a chair. <laughs> we sat in the chair. And uh this is a real this is an older game. It debuted on the Ouya, but we played an indie game called Dub Wars, uh which is you can buy through Twitch on the Twitch app. Uh and go ahead and go ahead and play on that with the sound yeah, go ahead and, and actually with the sound a little bit up. Just a little bit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Uh, it's a... Now, you would think that it, it looks like a bullet hell, but it utilizes the music to control what gets fired, when your shields go, when your bullets go, when that large laser beam go, uh, flies around. And I I love bullet hells. I love, like, your Raidens, your... Uh, any sort of, like, uh, space, uh, space action shooter like this, but... Uh, this it changes it into a strategy into a strategy game more than just hey I have complete control over all of the bullets that I have. What what did you think about it? Uh, I was really confused at first, <laughs> uh, just because I mean we we sat down and started up this game with really no introduction mm -hmm. as to to what we were doing with it, and so you know this great music kicks up and you're fighting. Alien, you know, fighting these little invading bugs, other ships, whatever. missiles, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and and you're attacking along with the beat, and it was it, it's such an interesting approach to it. Uh, as far as you start getting with the rhythm, it's paying attention to the music. Mm -hmm. That's usually just the white noise of your gaming experience. So that was a fun adjustment. Uh, I will say, I'm used to being a much more physical like fighter where like um i'm gonna go back to overwatch again i'm sorry why not uh, especially as like diva one of my favorite things is the boost around and bump into people all over the place <laughs> so i kept trying to do that with my little spaceship which it really didn't like <laughs> but uh i i could see myself actually having a lot of fun with this game mm. which i didn't necessarily expect it it called to me immediately and i really once once i w i accepted submitting control of lasers to uh to the game itself and to mm -hmm. the music then i i was golden i yep. love i loved it i didn't want to play too much as to not get stuck 
in terms of like, oh, it's already 7.30. We've been playing Dub Wars all day. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but one of the great things to sort of get us out of that funk is in the area, it was also sponsored by Razor, and they were doing give random giveaways. They were just like bingo, bingo balls, hey, whatever. And we were sitting there, and it's like, all right, seat two. Nobody was reacting, to which the guy next to you tapped you and said, hey, you just want something? And I was like, oh, what? And I like looked back to my computer. Yeah, it's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> this this but then... poor guy was so helpful. He like taps me again yeah. and is like, hey, they're calling your name. And I'm like, like, I'm like, oh. I did it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for being a nice person. And you got, uh, you got a choice between a beautiful, glowing Razer keyboard and... The Overwatch Razer headset, which I don't blame you for what you picked. I just upgraded my next keyboard, but I need an upgrade on those headphones. Gotta get them headphones. Get I them was. Headphones. I'm. I'm not even exaggerating how flippin' jealous I am that you. This just here, this rare, hard to find thing for free. Right. He held it up, and I was like, "Wait, wait! I, I get to take one." Of Can those? I get both, please? <laughs> right. Thanks, and then run. Hey, like, <laughs> we gotta go. No, it's time to leave. And I just hard arm people because uh, why not? Uh, but yeah, that that was it. That was the first thing that we did. It was so early on. It was like, oh well, if this is how today is going to go. I, I got a pair of stride line socks, and I was like, this day is great. And then Overwatch headphones. We we're like, all right, what's next? Uh, but yeah, it, that we ended up going back to that area, and we played some. Lawbreakers, which is something that I'd been hearing about for quite some time. And I was like, oh, let's play it on a premium, optimum uh, Mm -hmm. sort of system. And they had a tutorial mode, which was nice. But I said, fuck it. It looks like Overwatch. I'll try to play it like Overwatch. Jump right in. Yeah. And it took me to game two to really get it. But I liked it. I don't know if it's anything that I would not play over. I mean, as far as I know, it's still free. But it's nothing that I would quit Overwatch to play. No, not wholly. No. But I could see myself jumping on sometimes to play. Uh, It is, I mean, yes, it's set up much like Overwatch, but the way they handle the objectives and then the overall character setup is different enough to be, you know, to be like a a nice switch to jump over to that game for a little while. Yeah. And and it it was fun. It it was especially fun because they're having sort of a meta contest where if you got the highest score, you would win a prize like a t-shirt or something. And I was winning the entire match. I was I was in the zone. It was like a, you had to charge batteries, but you had to get it from the center, take it back to your base, and then let it fully charge and then start. And you had to do that three times to win the round. Mm-hmm. And I would get the battery every single time and keep people off of it. And the the player that I was using had like uh, if like a Palpatine-esque lightning strike as its super, which mm. was super cool, and a rocket launcher, and and uh, a big, I would say, I would even say like a Titan Striker or a Doom Fist, like double fist smash sort of a thing. What so, class was that? Uh, I think Titan Berserker. It was the one, one of with those. all of the, with like the, the wires on its head. Okay. Um, but it, it, was, it was a lot of fun, and I liked that a lot. Um, but something that uh, we were super stoked to try was the uh, Jedi challenges, and we and we've we've got the announcement trailer for that, which they announced, I believe, at D twenty three this year. I think E three or D twenty three. Either mm-hmm. way, you can go go ahead and roll it, uh, so folks can get an idea of of what we did. So Disney is releasing. Uh, not through Oculus, not through PSVR, uh, not through anything. They're releasing 
a headset that utilizes your phone, so you don't need to get any additional tech, but it uses your phone and the Star Wars app. And it connects and it slides right into the visor that it provides a lightsaber handle, which has a sensor at the end of it, and then the receiver. And I think that's it. Actually, I think, yeah, that was the end of the teaser. Yeah. Um, A true teaser. Yeah, it's very much a teaser. But uh, we got to actually play the first level, which was against Kylo Ren, and it was block, 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 hit, block, block, hit, block, block, hit. You know, it was very, very rudimentary, but Stacey, what did you think about it? Uh, I actually appreciated that it wasn't, like, the most basic that you could get. You Mm -hmm. know, like the block, okay, hold, now hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, single block again. It actually started building on itself. So yeah. once it once you got the basic, okay, this is what you do to block, then it actually set up a whole sequence several times that you had to follow. You know, it was like, all right, watch, this is what you're doing. Now do it. And it, it got it got pretty, you know, you were you were moving around for a while. Yeah, there was some intensity in it. And uh after the 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 folks that were running the beta, they were they mentioned that or the the trial, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. the demo. They mentioned that this was either the first level or an early level. And thinking about that and the the actual motions of being able to, like, going from, like, one, as you were mentioning, one, Mm -hmm. one, two, one, two, three, to to going into one, two, three, one, two, and, like, an actual rhythm where you would have to watch and see where it was. The only thing that that I would hope that future levels do is move around you. So it uses, like, Mm -hmm. the full... Or at least a full, like, 180 degrees so that you would actually have to move and follow uh, instead of it just being standing. Right, kind of paying attention to all your surroundings instead of knowing that everything is going to be oriented directly in front of you. Yeah, like you mm-hmm. like using the, the, the VR for more than just having a screen right in front of your eyes. Right. Uh, but it was a lot of fun, and, and I'm really happy that we got a chance to do that. It is going to be $200. Which is way too much money. That is that is a steep price. Point. Way too steep of a price. Very but it, it's one of those it's one of those type of uh, demos that you get at a convention that you may not you won't get an opportunity to mm-hmm. do really. Like I don't know if they're going to be doing in store promos or, or anything like that. But at at Comic Con doing the Avengers Assemble, I wouldn't have been able to do that anywhere mm-hmm. else. So uh, getting the opportunity to play the Star Wars one was a lot of fun as well. Uh, I I loved this convention. And I was very pleased. Yeah. I don't know if I could have done a whole weekend unless we had stuff to do, mm-hmm. uh, which ho- hopefully next time. But uh, I one day we were wiped. I passed out when I got home. And... Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. It, it was fun. It made me want to play Overwatch more just because almost every... Uh, trial pl- like place where hey try out our new tech try out our new uh, computer try out this that the other thing they're all playing Overwatch I think we debated multiple times whether or not to wait in line for something just so just we to play, play a round of Overwatch yeah um, withdrawal man it's a yeah. thing it made me want to upgrade my system uh, just because I know I don't have that powerful of a computer and I can. I I can't even barely run PUBG, you know? Like, I I have the game, and and I I loved the couple of times where I got to play it with Nate, but I want to play it more often. Mm -hmm. And and hopefully, as we get closer to 1.0, they'll optimize it a little bit more for the video card that I have, or any of the contests that I entered. Maybe we can get ourselves a a fresh new video card. Um, But, yeah, TwitchCon... 
is is one of my new favorite conventions. I, I say it def like I, I haven't gone in a couple of years, but it definitely replaces uh, what VidCon was, uh, which mm-hmm. was the YouTube convention and going and working there for the first couple of years. And, and being behind the scenes of everything, seeing how everything works. They run that convention very well, but then it's the attendees that tend to ruin a convention for you. True. And, and with Twitch, TwitchCon, it's a different base. I don't, I don't remember seeing a lot of younger kids. No, not, not too many. But, but tweens, mm-hmm. you know, and, and maybe 16, 17s and, and early 20s and, and things of that nature. It's definitely for an older audience seemingly but uh i i had a good time and 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 i would love to go back agreed yeah i mean i'm definitely planning to be there next year Mm -hmm. we're we're planning to be there in several ways next year but uh if you want to help support us make sure to go to into the am get yourself a shirt get yourself some sweet swag and then uh at checkout type pop in inventory 10 which will get you 10 percent off your order and will help us out as well but uh this I, I, I want to go back because it was a nice time and I was real sad that, that we could only spend a day there even though exhausted. Yeah. Uh, I hope it's not too far next time because I don't know if they've they've found like a home home mm-hmm. for it yet. Or if they're going to keep jumping around. Yeah, because it being in California was nice. <clears throat> and Agreed. I would like for it to stay. Uh, though not in... The, unless... They did some work to the Long Beach Convention Center because the convention center itself is kind of crap. Uh, it's fine. Not the, <laughs> not the best setup. Uh, it's a stone prison to where no... Uh, I, I'm surprised that there were people live streaming because the connection was garbage. It was awful. Absolute garbage. Day. I mean, and it's been awful any time mm-hmm. that I've been there. You know, it's never improving. It hasn't. Uh, Zavader in chat saying that heard some rumors that there's going to be a TwitchCon on the East Coast maybe next year or I you know what if they do what PAX does and have yes. multiple conventions mm-hmm. around the country and world for that matter I don't see why that would be that big of an issue no. do do TwitchCon UK TwitchCon Australia why not uh, and just keep keep TwitchCon in LA because <laughs> give us one in California though yeah give give us some con- well I, I I was gonna say give us a convention that stays in California and forgetting about LA Comic Con <laughs> uh, proper Comic Con BlizzCon D twenty three most of the we were almost a Jill cons. sandwich we were almost a Jill sandwich E <laughs> three uh, all, all the stuff that is in California. We want more, damn it. Bring us all the cons. Uh, Con season's too short. Yeah, con- it's ending. Yeah, and being being able to just drive <laughs> up to a place is, is real good. But mm-hmm. uh, we had a lot of fun at TwitchCon. If you're a TwitchCon, let us know. Uh, fu- hit us up on Twitter at InventoryFullPT, uh, as well as our individual accounts. But make sure you follow us here on Twitch at InventoryFullPT. And uh, follow the Popcorn Talk Network. If you also like movies and pop culture things, they are a wonderful host. Thank you so much for, for providing us a, a studio to do this show with. Uh, but uh, until next time, Stacy, where can the folks find you? What are you going to be playing? Man, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, or Twitch at Stacy Shuttles or on the Inventory Full PT Twitch channel where I'll probably be playing some more Junkenstein's Revenge this week. And I am finishing Wolfenstein. Okay. I am. It's Wolfenstein 2 is coming Wolfenstein out on Friday. Two. I'm real ready for that. <laughs> I'm real ready for Super Mario Odyssey, which is coming out this Friday. Ooh, I'm getting yeah. my Switch. I'm getting Super Mario Odyssey and I'm going to uh, not talk to anybody for a while i'm just gonna go Mark's nuts disappearing i'm gonna be disappearing just so that on monday i'll i'll be a wreck 
uh, being able to talk to you about that. But uh, I'll probably stream some some Minecraft uh, uh, Sky Factory on the inventory full uh, page, and I'll talk to Nate about doing some Destiny as well because I'm pretty sure that's all that he's going to be playing for the foreseeable future. But uh, uh, thank you again, Steve, for for helping us out uh, in the booth and for for taking part in our conversations. Hey, what up, y'all? And and letting the folks know. Um, if they want to play with you on PlayStation Network, where can they find you? Uh, Dustrama. Dustrama. D-U-S-T-R-A-U-M-A. Yes, sir. Yes, got it. All right. All right. Um, and I'm at Mark Donica. Follow us here. Follow all of us here. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next week. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.